Hey family, I'm Coach Cass. Welcome to The Hub. Today I have Kishana Palmer. Do it, tell me one more time. She is the management whiz, your philanthropic fairy godmother, and we are just so happy to have her here. Welcome, girl. How you doing? I am so good and so excited to hang out with you today. (laughs) Oh, man. So we met on the infamous Clubhouse, and we hang out all the time over there, but I just had to bring her, I guess, offline. It's not offline. I got to be on her podcast. Just say the name of your podcast so my people know. Let's take this offline. Yes. So y'all got to check it out. So today, um, Kishana, we just want to get nosy in your business. Okay. So we want to know about your love journey. So we want to know a little bit about your love journey. So can you share, can you share with us where you've been, what's gotten you here? So I just want to say that I love love Mm. in theory. (laughs) I married my college sweetheart. Um, he was my best friend, mm-hmm. you know, that's back in the day, Kaz, when, you know, you thought you were real popular that the guy on campus who was a popular dude, let you drive his car. Ooh. And we were together for 10 years. We have a beautiful daughter. And then one day he went to the store and he did not come back. And yes, like this is not 1962. This is for real. 2010. What? Yes. My man said, I'm gonna go to the store. I'll be right back. Said we lived in the rural South. There was no store. So that, yes. Wait, wait, wait. He went to the store and never came back? Correct. Wait. But he's still alive, though. He is. He did not die. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he went to the store and never came back, and that's how the relationship ended? Ended. Mm-hmm. It did. And it was so bad that the his family and mine thought he lost his whole mind. Like they were like, oh no, the man is on hard drugs. Yes. We are convinced he's definitely on hard drugs. Yes. Um, But he was not, he was heavy on the love. And so I started dating for the first time at 31. Wow. Having never, I didn't do, I didn't have no hot girl summers. I mean, high school doesn't really count. Okay. (laughs) I grew up in New York city. We was in these streets. Don't tell my mama. Um, And so I had to like, try to figure this out. And now at 41, I'm going to be 42 this year. Have I figured it out though? I know. And so it's been some fits and starts. You know, I'll have to share with you about my Splendor Daddy and other such things that have occurred. Listen, Kaz, you know, a Splendor Daddy is not a sugar daddy. A sugar daddy got real money. A Splendor Daddy got good credit and and availability on his credit cards. Splendor Daddy! I'm just letting you know. That's my first. Oh, goodness. Okay, so how come it didn't work out with Splendor Daddy? <laughs> he was murdered. He was married. Oh, okay. I didn't oh. know. I didn't. I know. See? But I didn't want to say nothing earlier because I was like, wait a minute, just in case it come up later. He was married and I didn't know until his wife called me and said, you know, I think my husband has left me for you. And I was like, what now? You've been divorced for a year. Oh, no, no. Mm-mm. No. No, no. No, no. no. Mm-mm. Why why does why do we always have to find out the week after they meet your family? Why before like, you could have just navigated out? You could have been like, oh, well, you know it didn't work out and just carried your shame in peace. Yes. But now now I gotta let my mama know. 
you know? And so from that very tumultuous relationship, because one of the things that I didn't know then that I know now is that when you get married young, if you don't have some, you have to have some experience, some skin in the game. And you, my, I had a bullseye on my forehead that was this big when I was newly single that was like, take me, I'm vulnerable. I'm open and slightly dumb. I mean, it was really serious. I didn't know you yet, Kaz, okay? I didn't know you yet. I didn't have the account. I was left to the wolves, okay? And the gentleman saw me and he said, hello, friend, what's your love language? And I said, oh, it's gifts and acts of service. And he was like, gifts, you say? And I was like a bunny. Oh, no. For three years. It was terrible. And so my love story has been that from that relationship and from my first marriage, my first marriage where that was, you know, my best friend in the whole world, um, at the time, I did not know that it had started a different type of foundation, like a real one of distrust and just sort of like that I carried with me from every fit and start. And so I've only been in a couple of relationships from 31 to now mm -hmm. and I sort of dibble dabbled in dating. I've been actively trying to date, which I think is different. <laughs> and I have lots of really good stories, but it became more about the stories that I could tell my friends that were funny and less about actually trying to find a person because I think I sort of felt hopeless, but I don't feel hopeless anymore. Yay. I want to hear a funny story. Okay. So first of all, <laughs> there was the man who sent me his dating pictures of two out of three of them were him sitting on the toilet, I'm sure. No. <laughs> leaned over like he was sitting there just, just moving the mail and he had decided, you know, self, today is going to be the day that I'm just take me as I am. He took it to its extreme. Okay. He just let it all hang out. Literally. Okay. Not on the toilet. It was the toilet. I still have it. I'm going to text it to you. Because <laughs> people need to know. He he literally said, I'm going to let it all hang out. What was your response to these photos? And I said, wow, well, you know, this is such a revealing posture. I said, I, I wondered, are, are you, were you feeling comfortable that, that day? I just want to understand. Were you feeling free and loose? <laughs> and then the, so part of my data story, Kaz, is that I don't know if it's because I crack jokes a lot, but even when I am being so serious, the gentlemen do not take me seriously. They're like, oh my gosh, she is so funny. You so pretty. And then they just could just ignore everything I said after that. It doesn't matter. Until they make it into what my best friend calls Terrible Town. Oh, I know. I think we I all. Have, what happens in Terrible Town? So Terrible Town has tenements tenement housing. It also has a graveyard, it has shanty homes. And it is literally the place that these gentlemen go to live after they have pissed me off. Angered <laughs> me in such a way that they have, they unbeknowingly, they're in the Kashanaverse. It's wonderful. It's nice in there. It smells good. And then they just like turn down this one street and all of a sudden they're in terrible town. And anything continue there. And so, you know, I'm just trying to find my way to the one who wants to mostly just stay in the Kashanaverse and not go to Terrible Town. No. So what, what would you say that you, you're looking for? What, what would you say? Yeah. Um, I would say that I am looking for someone who, if you think of like, maybe the best example would be like Lucille Ball, who their Desi response to most of my shenanigans is, oh, Lucy. <laughs> because I am a bit of a crack up nut, you know, like I am laughing at myself and others frequently. I'm also like super intense and super curious um, and really loving. And so someone who really prizes and really values someone who is, is laughing at herself and others and can sort of have a little bit 
of self-deprecating humor themselves. I think that sort of balances out my like super intense focus on getting stuff done. Um, and someone who is passionate about something in his life. I, you know, it, it I used to think it was just having someone like with money, but you can have like financial success and not be passionate about it. You can also have disposable income and not be generous. Um, and so it's less about that and more about like that level of passion that you have around a pursuit that is not your career so that you have something that buoys you when work doesn't. And then I think um, God, when people say God fearing, I'm always like, what does that mean exactly? I mean, Jesus is your homie, son. And if it's not him, don't love and like me to death. We don't go together. Okay. All right. I need you to have an anchor because even serial killers, you've heard me say this before, have plans as do bank robbers and drug dealers. So don't come to me with this foolishness. I need you to have an anchor and a direction. Otherwise I'm not giving up the house I've been running by myself for 10 years. I didn't want to be here in the first place. <laughs> Kaz, why are you laughing at me? Oh my gosh. I love it. Oh my God. I love this. So Kishana, out of everything that you've gone through, and I know that you've been doing your own work and all the things, um, what would you say is one question that you have for me? I would say the question that I have for you is, um, how do I practically get out of my head? Oh, I am a gifted storyteller. Um, I am constantly writing. And I think you've talked about the fact that we will just insert our own story into the situation. Yeah. So that's my, I think that to me feels foundational to probably all of the other smaller questions. I'd be like, and also another thing, you know, people do that to you. And one more thing. So. Okay. So how do you get out of your head? <clears throat> when you meet someone, would you say you're a person that intensely listens and then seeks to answer? Women, yes. Men, no. Okay. So what is usually going through your head when a guy is talking? I'm being honest. It's so bad that I literally have had to say things like, please forgive me for not remembering this particular moment, but did you say to me, fill in the blank, whatever it was, what job you did, where your family is from, how many siblings you have? I know I asked, but I promise you at the moment the question dropped, I stopped listening. Right. It's a thing. It is a thing. It's <laughs> your face. And then when now, I actively listen, I keep being like, I just want it to be over. Like I just... So... This happens to me in Clubhouse and we've done rooms together where people will do a whole soliloquy and then I'll be called on, well, Cass, what do you think about? I'm like, think about what? Is somebody talking? Oh my God. I didn't hear any of it. <laughs> and then I feel bad because you're supposed to be the expert on stage. It's like, I wasn't listening. Oh, no, I wasn't listening. I, I have no idea. So, <laughs> so I struggle with that. So when it comes to a conversation and let's say it's a date a phone date or initial kind of thing. One, right? When you start the conversation, you could get a notepad, right? I could. <laughs> yeah, you could get a notepad because then that helps you to doodle, to-do list, or to take notes, right? So you those three, right? So, cause sometimes you, 
so busy multitasking, which women also do during sex, unfortunately. So you really like, did I put the laundry away? Right. So you want to be able to <laughs> think about, all right, what is he saying? Let me take a note. So I'll remember, listen, I used to do this in my notepad on my cell phone when I was dating my husband and I still have the notes underneath his name to this day. Cause you know, in dating, you got to keep your, your people lined up. You got to keep your people lined up. You can't be like, how's Joey? And he don't have nobody named Joey in his family. Or how's his mama when everything's good with him? Why you have my mama like that? So you want to make sure that you're not missing up your notes. So just like you would for your clients or the people that you work with, you got to file, right? And I, I actually have this on my website, um, the online dating tracker, right? So it's something you can actually print out and take notes and it's a candidate sheet right so for the real candidates you could check off the non-negotiables and yes. then things and then you have the little place to write and so you could put in a little file if you want to you know depending on your own love language but that's yes. that's something that i specifically made for those who are doing online dating because at the end Otherwise. of the day it's a lot it's a lot to track and sometimes you are tired of the conversation and you have no idea what they said so that having that in front of you especially since most of you are home you know it's something simple to grab and be like one second print you know print it out be like all right so you were saying so i have these like like set of like questions that i feel like open-ended yeah. and i think i do an okay job of making sure it doesn't sound like they're scripted. uh scripted yeah but i've gotten the feedback a couple of times like oh yeah this this feels like an interview it's four questions dude one of which is the top three songs in your playlist I mean I could if that feels like an interview question we don't go together <laughs> oh my goodness all right so what were we talking about oh the questions, the questions. Okay. yes so you that's that you just helped me out because the achiever in me just I just want to be successful so these are the 60 questions I believe you should ask before choosing the one. It's called the love deck. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> How was love expressed in your childhood? Hmm? Now, if they don't want to answer the question or they say, oh, I don't know. Can I ask them at that point or do I have to probe more? No. I this is the, see, this is don't why. Don't be so quick to dismiss. My friend called me a machete. It's really bad. It's the, a machete. That's because you're Jamaican. How often do you get together with your friends? Now, after the pandemic, that's a really extra important question. Like, yeah, yeah, you was kicking it last night with 15 people. What was your first impression of me? You know, that's later on. And then on the other, and the other side is affirmations. I am beautiful and I have so much to offer, right? Right? Like little things. I'm in line of with exactly where I should be, you know, just as a reminder of how amazing you are as a wanted woman. So That's yeah, so I, I specifically get that question a lot of what do I talk about? What do I ask? So I literally made a deck of cards slash affirmation. So it's dating conversation starters and affirmation cards. So I don't think your question is, is something wrong. So maybe you just space them out if they're talking about it's interview questions, but you're completely right. So I'm going to do that. I wonder, like, so about the spacing, can we just talk about this for a second? Okay. So the reason that I wanted to ask a little, just if I could just plus just double click on it real quick is because I find myself driving a lot of the conversation. Mm. I wonder if I'm just not driving in the right racetrack. Like I just, I picked the wrong car potentially. I am not in the right dealership. Maybe I should be in a different, you know, like I thought a lot about like maybe the, from the pool of men that I have 
found myself in because literally until recently I literally was like oh where did I land oh well since I'm here I'm just picturing you in like a moon thing and you <laughs> land on the moon <laughs> you know, and you're like bouncing around here <laughs> so I find that like I when I have to continue to prompt and prompt and prompt the conversation and I engage with folks who don't know how to volley basically that it doesn't take but three or four times they're trying to volley before I'm like well here's my stop this is where I get off that's not that's that's not bad because at the end of the day I believe the biggest thing is connection right I really do the biggest thing is connection and if you can't have a conversation or it really feels forced it's one thing to bring up questions right but then if they don't say hey what about you <laughs> right so you ask the question they answer it and they don't say well what about you or da 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 da, da you know or what this made me think of that you know if if the the conversation isn't easy flowing and it feels forced then yeah in a whole pandemic with everything going on, yeah, it, it, you, don't, you don't need to move further if it feels like you have to do all the effort. Nah. Mm -mm. Okay. That gives me a lot of hope also. I just felt the whole pool like this. Which means I just need to put on a different bathing suit and take my stuff and go to a different pool. Maybe I was at the city pool and I need to be at the Soho house. You see? This is what was happening. <laughs> That's so funny. My girlfriend just said she wanted to get a, a membership there. You know, I'm in Florida. So yeah, yeah I know. It works out more. <laughs> <laughs> you see how you showing off again? I am showing off. Again. <laughs> I, <am. laughs> I appreciate you. Oh my goodness. So Kashana, you know, for all the ladies that are out there, I, I really just like how you're open right? You, you are definitely open and you are doing the thing. So I just want to celebrate you because I love your energy one. And I know that everyone can feel it. So just pay attention to that and how she shows up in this space and in all space, how you showing up makes a huge difference. And that is, it, it really is one step after the other. And you also so employing and getting the folks to assist you in your journey. So I just, I just want to say, I absolutely respect you um in that regard thank you i appreciate that i need to hear that sometimes because i definitely have not been like looking out my window longingly like where is he <laughs> but yesterday i was told my brother what my prayer has shifted to because my prayer wasn't even very specific mm -hmm. and so i was able to repeat it back to him almost verbatim for the first time which i was like oh that means i really i was focused on this thing yeah. and he was like dear jesus this is anthony kashana's brother i would like to um provide an addendum to the prayer that has forgotten a few things that are critically important and then he just, he just ran down this like whole list of like no superficial type stuff like really really important that i had completely forgotten and he was like all right sis i just want to celebrate you so i love when you said that he was like because now your prayer is getting into the arena specificity specificity is key you got to be on with uh sierra and the rest yeah. <laughs> the prayer real i am i am a believer of specific prayers i am okay all right so i appreciate you kashana stopping in to hang out with us here on the podcast how can people find you absolutely so you can find me across all social media at kashana palmer and it's k-i-s-h-s-h-a-n-a-p-a-l-m-e-r blame my very Jamaican dad for the double SHs in my name as I was supposed to be Sean, but I'm a girl and he was appalled. 
or you can listen to my podcast, Let's Take This Offline, where you can find across all the places you listen to podcasts. And I'm always on the interwebs as I'm probably the only Kashana you're ever going to meet. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> All right, family. For those of you that is like, yo, where do I get the online dating tracker? Go to my website, inspiremoney.com, hit store, and you could pick it up. Don't miss out. I think it is. An online dating whole package on there that's included with I'm it. I'm running there right now. I just want you to know. <laughs> the running. <laughs> I appreciate you. All right, family. So until next time, much love, many blessings. Bye. Bye. Do you have a child that you love, near or far? She or he needs the newest edition of Prince Azara's Adventure. Prince Azara is a beautiful Black princess on a mission to spread love. And in this edition, Prince Azara and the Royal Festival, she and her favorite cousin, Prince Jabari, have to figure out what to dress up as for the Royal Festival. Come find out. Go to preorderzara.com today. Mm -hmm.